Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Kate Take Podcast. I hope your day is fantastic. We are almost wrapping up 2020. I cannot believe it, right? (laughs) It is crazy that it is almost coming to an end. And I just, again, want to say thank you so much for listening to the podcast and sharing and sending me the feedback. It is freaking awesome. And I am fired the F up this morning as I record this because um, it literally, I was sitting here doing some other work, listening to a pod, uh, uh, my Spotify account. And all of a sudden I was like, I need to share this message. So I whipped out my microphone and here we are. So I hope that you are ready for some fire. I hope you're ready for some really tough love and hopefully a wake up call for some of you because with 2021 on the horizon, you know, this, this month, you might hear some more, um, podcast episodes from me on the topic of like your vision and your goals, because this is a time of year where we look ahead to what it is that we want to do. And that's great. I love it. I'm all about setting goals and setting your vision and all that kind of stuff. So I want this kind of tough love today to really sink in to realize as you sit down to create these things that you want in the next year. So this, I'm going to start off by saying this message might rub some of you the wrong way. And I don't care because I think the reason that it might rub some of you the wrong way is because uh, you need to hear it. (laughs) Sometimes when we get feedback, we're like, oh no. And we want to put up our defense, but really when we get feedback, when we get you know, when we get that truth bomb and it doesn't feel good at first, a lot of the time it's because it's the exact shit that you need to hear to do what it is that you've got to do. So today's topic is stop expecting it to be easy, period. Stop expecting it to be easy on the road to accomplishing your goals and your dreams. Stop expecting it to fall into your lap. And this is from a millennial who grew up with everyone winning a fucking participation award, (laughs) right? You show up, you get a reward. You did bare minimum, you get a pat on the back, right? And I think, and I know this too from when I was teaching, we have a problem in this society where people think that they need a fucking prize for showing up and doing the bare minimum for being there. I can't tell you how many times when I taught middle school, their um, book, their textbook, this is such like a, you know, millennial or not millennial Gen Z thing. Their book was digital. So they literally had to have their iPad every single day. Like they didn't even need a pencil necessarily. They just needed a charged iPad. And I cannot tell you how many kids would not show up with their iPads. That's a whole nother story, but I cannot tell you the amount of kids that would show up to my classroom prepared, you know, they'd have their notebook, they had their pencil, they had their iPad charged. And they'd be like, what do I get for this? You get nothing. You showed up with the bare minimum. Congratulations. Like you, and I would tell them that too. I'd be like, why do you think you deserve something for doing the bare minimum? You've done what's expected of you today. Right. But it's a culture thing. We, we are in a culture, we are in a society where People get participation awards. People get a pat on the back for doing the bare minimum. And because of that, I truly believe we now have a whole generation of people who expect the road to their goals to be easy. And we need to freaking nip that shit in the bud because it is not true. Now, I don't want this to be misconstrued that every single thing is a struggle and because struggle leads to lack mindset. Struggle leads to believing 
just stupid bullshit lies about yourself. I'm not saying that you can't make your dreams and goals a reality. What I'm saying is we have to stop expecting a participation award for showing up. We have to expect that if you want something bad enough, you have to work your ass off for it. Okay. The other thing about this is, and I want to share my belief on this because this is the Kate take, but we also live in a very big society that talks about manifesting. We see people on Instagram all the time, burning their fucking sage, pulling out a deck of cards, reading whatever some angel says is going to be their day for the day. We create vision boards. We make them digital. We cut them out. We do all this. You know, it's sort of like that book that came out a few years ago. And I think it's a documentary to the secret, right? Where if you just manifest what you want, it becomes a reality. Now, caveat here. I'm not saying that manifesting doesn't work. I wake up every single morning. I have a vision written out for my future, what I want about 10 years down the line. I read it. I visualize it every single day. I definitely have burned some sage and I've definitely pulled those cards. I definitely believe in that we can manifest, but I think what happens is people think that that's all that they have to do. You got to burn some freaking sage. You got to pull a damn card out of a deck, visualize your goal. And then you sit back and you watch other people work their asses off on Instagram behind the scenes. And then when you see their success and they talk about manifestation, you think, well, I'm doing that. Why aren't I getting it? So yes, you can manifest your goals, but stop expecting it to be easy. Manifestation, creating a vision, visualizing, those things are so key, but you have to to pair that with work. I want you to think about putting one hand, I have my hand up right now, one hand, your left hand is manifestation. It's reading a vision. It's creating that, that image in your mind. How do you want to think? How do you want to feel? All those things. And now put up your right hand, put them together like you're praying. That's the work. So work and manifesting together, not expecting it to be easy. And right now, if you're folding your hands, you maybe are in a, in a prayer, right? And if you are a spiritual person, if you believe that there is a higher power, what do you do when shit gets hard? you fall on your knees, you clasp your hands and you pray to the, the higher power that you believe in. And you know that those things are not always easy. The prayers that you have for your life, if you believe in a higher power or, you know, source or whatever, I don't give a shit what you believe in. Quite frankly, you do you, but it's not meant to be easy. You ask for help from that higher power on hard days because it's hard. So do that for yourself when you are going to reach your goals. So I want to talk about why we need to stop expecting it to be easy. And again, I'm not speaking out of my ass here. I have mentored hundreds of women over the years, some who have had a ton of success in their network marketing business as we partner with Beachbody and some who never got past making the vision board. Some people who never got past putting it on Canva because they thought that, oh, I made my vision. And you guys, if you're not pairing really, really hard work, if you're expecting it, that it's going to be an uphill climb, you you wrote a very nice story. Good job. Have your husband read it to you and tuck it in tonight at bedtime because you just wrote literally a story for yourself, but it becomes a vision. It becomes something you actually manifest when you pair it with hard ass work and stop expecting it to be easy. Okay. So here are four things that I think stop people from doing the work. Um, when things get hard, because you have got to realize it's going to get hard on the way to your dreams every single time. Okay. So 
The first thing I think that stops people is fear. I can't tell you how many times people want to join my team. They want to join Hustle With Heart. They want to, you know, I want you to mentor me. And then they're all set to go. They might have the link out to sign up as a coach. And then they ghost me and they never talk to me again. Oh my God, if I built my business off being ghosted, I'd be a fucking millionaire already. I mean, I will be one someday, but I'd be one right now. And you know what it is? It's fear. Fear, you guys. I've said this before on the podcast, but it is the start that stops the most. Fear. It's that guttural reaction that comes into our heart. It's that that feeling of, oh my God, I'm scared. I'm I'm fearful of what others might think if I take a new path. I'm fearful of um, what if I fail? I'm fearful of what if I give it my all and it's not enough. I'm fearful that um, what if I get it? Okay, now you're realizing you have to level up, right? But we have got to rethink fear, okay? We know that as human beings, as mammals, as creatures, like we go into fight, flight, or flee, right? Like when we are in a situation, our brains are hardwired to be afraid because those are the things that saved us from a, I don't know, did Willie, Willie Mammoths, how the fuck do you say that word? Whatever. It's the thing that saved our, you know, ancestors is fear. Because if something was danger, they said, danger, danger, this is scary. And they ran away and they saved their ass and hid in the cave and whatever, right? And that, you know, part of our of our nature as human beings, it, fear is still ingrained in us, right? But it's different now. It's not a bear chasing you. It's not a woolly mammoth. It's not running into your cave. It's that fear that you give a shit what Susan from high school might think about you if you open up your network marketing business. It's the fear what your husband might say if you tell him and you're actually vulnerable about what you need in your marriage. It's those types of fears. They still set off the same signals in our head that we need to run. We need to flee. And we have to realize that the only danger, really, I truly believe in life, the thing that you should be really fucking fearful of is that you are staying the same and you are not growing. We talked last, you know, the podcast on the episode about fixed or growth mindset. We talked about the tree, right? And a tree literally grows until the day that it dies. I honestly think if you're listening to this, be more afraid that you will not grow or that you will stop grow or you, you will not live to your potential more than you will of the fear of what other people might think or you might fail or you might need to level up. Truly the thing that scares me the most in life is being stagnant, feeling stuck. I think back to when I was a teacher, I loved my students, but I felt so freaking stuck in my classroom because there was always a parent to piss off. There was always a principal to please. There was always just that feeling of like, I would be sitting at lunch hearing teachers who had been talking for 40 years, still complaining about kids not bringing a charged iPad or a pencil to class. And to me, I was like, and again, nothing. I love teachers. Teachers, your queens, your icons, your legends, like you do your thing forever. But for me, sitting there, seeing teachers that had been complaining about the same thing for 30 years was so freaking terrifying to me that the fear of the unknown of quitting and building my beach body business to full time was a much better fear than the fear of I'm going to be 65 still not making income that reflects the work that I'm putting in and not living up to my potential. That was way more scary to me than the fear of walking into my principal's office that February day and saying, I'm not coming back next year. 
that was jumping into so much unknown. I, and you know what? The first almost year and a half of me doing coaching full time, I was fucking terrified every single day. I had so many times where I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Holy shit. Like you quit, you quit your job, you quit your pension. But now I don't regret that for a minute because the stagnant nature that I would have lived in for the rest of my life for me in that career is literally my worst nightmare versus now more of the fear of what comes next, right? And when you can reframe that fear and realize that fear is good, fear is a signal that you are growing, that's when your life is going to change, right? It doesn't matter how beautiful your vision board is if you don't take the first step to get scared to make that shit come true, okay? The second reason I think that people um, expect it to be easy or they're afraid to whatever, make it get difficult is people do not realize the power of consistency and that it takes so much longer for us to reach a goal than we think. I think I've said this on the podcast before. I say this to my business building coaches all the time. It is that we overestimate what we can do in a year and we underestimate what we can do in 10. And people try something new. People try to, you know, set up, you know, a fitness routine or whatever it is that you're going for. And they don't realize it's going to take you a lot longer than you would probably like it to, to reach your goals. We, again, you have to realize it's, we talked about this on the other podcast too, about setting goals and rethinking how we look at goals. We've said this before, it's um, who do you need to be on the way to the goal, not what the goal is, but truly, you guys, if you want a new life, if you want a new path, if you want something that you've never had and you really want it, I'm telling you right now, you have to live in an imbalance for a few years to see the fruition of the fruits of your labor. Any goal, your fitness goals, your business goals, all those things, you guys, it's going to take imbalance and it depends on how much of an imbalance you're willing to put into to accomplish these things. Now, don't get this twisted and say, Kate's telling me to only focus 10,000% on my business or whatever it is, okay? And I'm gonna speak to my own experience of, again, building my Beachbody business full-time. I've done this five years. It took me two and a half-ish years to um, create six-figure business. And again, I'll put this in here. Beachbody does not guarantee any level of success from the Beachbody income opportunity. It is on each coach's due diligence, skill, and effort. Um, But it took two very, very, very focused, hard years of imbalance in that I worked my butt off. I got up at 4am every single day, Monday through Saturday for almost two years in order to do the things to work really hard. And that doesn't mean I gave up friendships. It doesn't mean that I gave up relationships. Okay. So I'm going to teach you guys listening to this, what I teach my coaches when we look at our business, because you can apply this to whatever area or goal you're looking at in your life. But I want you to think of a pendulum swinging back and forth, right? On one side of it is a zero, on the other side of it is a 10. And in different parts of your life, sometimes you need to be a zero on one side and you need to be a 10 on the other. So let me explain where I'm personally at right now in my business. 
um, and how I make this still work with my relationships and friendships and, you know, cleaning your house and all that. Right. Cause I'm not saying let all other areas of your life fall to shit right now. I am going, I, I had a very honest conversation with my husband that from December until the second, this babe comes out of my freaking body in April, I am going to be like a very dialed in nine in my business. So honey, when I'm in my office, don't talk to me until I come out. When I get up early and I'm tired and complaining, I need you to uplift me because I got to be a 10 right now because I have some big freaking goals I want to crush and I want to pour into my business right now at a nine or a 10 because right now that's going to be my baby until my real baby gets here. Because when this kid comes and April, I become a mother, I'm going to be flipping that pendulum to family time at a 10. My business will go down to like a two or a three. It's never going to be a zero though for me on either end because I love my business. I love my family. I love my husband, all those things. So for me, being a zero in my business is never an option because it makes me better. Um, But do you see what I'm saying here where it will flip to family time? I know what type of maternity leave I'm going to want. I've already thought about what am I going to delegate to my assistant that she can do? What can I delete? What can I pause? And that's that pendulum swing. But that is living in in imbalance. You cannot think on the way to your goals or building businesses or whatever it is that you want to do that everybody gets an equal part. Another piece of this imbalance for me is I've said this from the start is I am going to get help with the baby. I want to be a present mom. I want to be able to do what I want, but I don't want to be a full on 10 mom all the time. I want to be able to have help. So I will hire help. And I do not feel bad about that. And that's part of the imbalance where I know I can't be a hundred percent a business owner and a hundred percent a wife and a hundred percent a mom and a hundred percent keep my house in fucking order. Right. You have to have imbalance you guys in order to make these things a reality. And those of you who are in a network marketing business or any, you're trying to build any type of business, you have to be in balance. You're just going to have to be in balance. But the thing about it is when you have that pendulum swing and you think about when do I need to be a two and when do I need to be a 10 or a zero or whatever, the thing is you're so much more intentional. You don't just sit on the couch for five hours with your husband, both scrolling your phone. Maybe you go spend one really fun hour together. So it's intentional. You're a 10 with your husband in that full hour. And now you can go build your business. And, you know, when kids are in bed and now you're a 10 there. So realize that you do, if you really want something, don't expect that to be easy. Don't expect that to always be easy. It takes communication. It takes belief. It takes consistency. But you have to realize, you guys, that we we always do. We overestimate what we can do in a year, but we underestimate what we can do in 10. So whatever thing you're working for, set a longer time frame. Still set urgent goals. Still set you know, time limits on it, but realize that more often than not, it's going to take a while. Okay. Third reason that people realize and they stop these things is that people's excuses are so comfortable and familiar and realizing that the paradigm shift of taking complete ownership is hard. This is where some of you are going to get pissed at me. And I think you need to hear it, but it is your fault. If you succeed or not, (laughs) it's not your husband's fault. It's if you're not network marketing, it is not your upline's fault. It is not how many hours you work. Everything comes down to complete ownership. 
Excuses are literally to me the most annoying shit in the entire freaking world. And the sooner that you realize that your excuses are absolute bullshit, the sooner that you learn to take complete ownership. And you know what happens when you take complete ownership? You feel like a freaking bad ass because you realize that you are given free will by a higher power to make your dreams a reality. You are, you're given every single person here is given free will to succeed or not. And when you take the complete ownership and you decide that you are going to make this work, then you change your life. It is not anybody else's fault for your measure of success, except for your own. And that you guys, when you could put on your big girl pants and put your chin up and walk out with pride and realize I run this shit is the day that your life changes. Your excuses are stupid. Your excuses are stupid. I just want to tell you that I say it out of love. I have excuses too. I have excuses every single day for why I don't want to do something. But I realize that my mindset, what I decide is truly, I take ownership. I take ownership of it. It doesn't mean you're a rock star every day. You have days where you're a complete freaking disaster and that's fine. But learn to take ownership, realize that it's uncomfortable to take complete ownership because you can't blame your success or your failures on other people, but you need to decide how long you're going to sit in that so that you don't stay there too long. Your excuses are familiar. They're comfy. Even if an excuse doesn't feel good, they're familiar to us. I'm tired. The kids were crazy. I worked 50 hours this week. My upline doesn't help me enough. If you're in network marketing, all those things, they feel good. They just feel good, but they really don't feel good. You know what I'm saying? It's sort of like when you overeat pizza in the moment, you're like, hell yeah, I'm going to have my fifth piece. And then you just feel like shit for six hours. You're like, damn it, I should have stopped it too, right? You decide how long you sit in this shit, basically, okay? I'm sorry, I'm swearing a lot on this one. Hope you're not listening to it with children. Okay, fourth reason. People are only focusing on the glitz and the glam. Again, we're going to go back to that image of the people on social media who are like smoking their sage or not smoking. Well, maybe they're smoking something, but, you know, pulling their sage and they're pulling their card or, you know, maybe it's like, a you know, I always see those girls in that hair network marketing company, like taking pictures with their Cadillacs. It's like, oh my God, so glitzy. Oh my God, you guys, anyone who has success on social media. And again, if you're comparing your shit to people on social media, stop. Um, it's, there's a lot of like really hard digging through the muck when you are building your business. And again, to relate to my own, I have, when it's not Rona, (laughs) I have a lot of glitz and glam that I get in my business. And that shit is fun. The trips are fun. The hotels are fun. Getting gifts on your bed is fun. Like we have a lot of these amazing events and I'm not going to act like I don't love when I get the email that I have a hotel room paid for me at a resort and I get to go hang out with all my coaching friends. That glitz and glam is fun as hell, but there is so much work behind glitz and glam. If someone owns a Louis Vuitton, if someone owns a nice car, if someone is earning these trips within your network marketing company, you've got to realize how much work is behind it. It's not just show up, light the sage, and you've got it. I want us to think back to our first interview we ever had with Catherine Korf, who is the artist. 
and she's had a ton of success in her business, building her art. I love following Kath. And we talked about this on her episode because she talks about how much work it is, but we have to, again, reframe. This goes back to the third point of taking ownership. Stop being afraid of hard work. Stop being afraid of hard work, you guys, because you cannot appreciate the mountaintop if you're not willing to climb. Okay. And here's where I'm going to end this podcast with you today is to remember you guys that nothing worthwhile is easy. I'm going to say that again. Nothing worthwhile is easy. Nothing. Think to your life. Is your marriage always easy? I literally call bullshit on people who say that we never fight. Okay. Well, you definitely have some kind of hardships. Maybe it's not fighting or whatever, but marriage is not always easy, especially in the time of coronavirus where you're home with them 24 seven and you're working together and your kids are home and you know, you're not making out on the couch enough, whatever marriage is, is worthwhile. It's so worthwhile. Like my marriage with Zach is one of the things I'm most proud of, but damn, we work really freaking hard at being married. Pregnancy is not always easy. You know, I'm pregnant right now and it's not always roses, like the hormones or the heartburn or whatever it is, not always easy, but man, is it going to be worthwhile when I have a baby? Solid friendships. I think of my really, really close girlfriends. We work hard at our relationship. We work hard at making time for each other. We work hard for being there for each other. We call each other out on our bullshit when we need to. That's not always easy, but it's worthwhile. That's why those friendships are solid. Building the body you want, losing weight, getting fit. Holy shit, that's not easy. But damn, is it worthwhile to feel your best, to be your healthiest? It is very difficult to day after day Make choices that serve the body you want, that serve the mindset you want, especially on the days you don't want it. But man, isn't it worthwhile? You know, it's like I think of my postpartum fitness journey. I think about the five years I've had with my beach body programs. They've not always been easy. They've been really hard. But my best results have always come from the hardest programs that challenge me the most. And so same thing. Remember, nothing worthwhile is easy. So why do you expect it to be easy to reach the goals that you want. It's not, it's worthwhile. It grows you, it makes you better. It makes you happier. And when you can find joy in the hustle, that's where the magic happens. Because the cool thing about this, my friends, is that when you get through the hard work, when you realize that that uphill climb wasn't meant to be easy, you find what truly matters to you. Because if you are in the middle of an uphill climb for a goal that you want, or maybe you're working, let's, this is kind of depressing, but it's also not, maybe you're working so hard in your marriage and you feel like you're climbing uphill, but you feel like you are dragging your partner up that mountaintop. You might find that maybe this is not the partner that you need to climb uphill with. That's not easy. Maybe it's getting out of a shitty marriage. That's not going to be an easy thing to do, but it will definitely be worthwhile rather than staying in something that makes you unhappy forever. Right? Right? So the thing about these uphill climbs, the thing about realizing when things aren't easy is realizing that you find what truly matters to you. You find what you value. You find that when faced with adversity, that you can succeed and you can have it. And I think back to all the hardships I faced, all the hard times in building my business and all the hard times of wondering if this was worth it, if wondering if I should have gone back to teaching, if I would have gone back to teaching on, you know, you guys, there was a time where I literally found a job posting 
when I went full-time with coaching, I walked it and I showed it to Zach and I was like, I found an equity position. I think I'm going to apply. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? No, you're not. It's like, man, what if I did? I wouldn't be sitting here at this podcast. I wouldn't be sharing this message with you. And the only point of this podcast is to even help one person realize that they can make their dreams a reality. So I wouldn't trade one second of the hardship that I've had over the years or the times that I have failed for anything, for anything, you guys. But you have to decide. You have to choose your heart. You choose the path that you decide to trailblaze and make your dreams a reality. You decide to say, this isn't always going to be easy, but damn, it's going to be worth it. Or you can sit at a failed vision board and look at it again. You can pull it out of the folder next year. You can see the beautiful graphics you put on there. You can put see the words and you can realize that you got too freaking scared to even take one step forward. You can, you can do that. I don't know what's harder for you. I would rather choose adversity of the hardship of reaching my goals than the pain of regret of what could have been. So I want you to think about that today, my friends. I want you to forge forward and realize that the best things in life are worthwhile. I want you to stop expecting it to be easy, but I want you to realize that it is going to be so, so worth it when you reach that mountaintop. Okay. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope we can still be friends. I hope that that was a little tough love that maybe you needed to hear. And more so, I hope you realize that you are so worth it. You are so worth the uphill climb. And I'm so excited to see what you do um, with your life and what, where you go from here. So as always, thank you so much for listening. Please, please go leave a review on the podcast, leave a, a physical review. We will be starting, um, drawings in January for some winners of people who are leaving reviews. So make sure you start that now. And I just appreciate you listening. So have a great day. Talk to you later.